Today, as I begin this sermon, I think I need to um, speak to maybe a few special people with us today. I never am certain on a Sunday we may have people in church, and church is very unfamiliar to them. Haven't been a part of that very far in their life. And to, to you, if that's where you are, I'd like to say, today I'm speaking to something important to all of us, but maybe new to you, and that is about Christian memory. That is, the importance of holding to those experiences, those opportunities in your life, remembering them afresh because of what they do for us. And if you don't have that memory yet, you want to understand a little better, please talk to me afterwards. Be glad to have a conversation with you. Now, to the rest of you who are familiar with church, maybe here or in another setting routinely, uh, what I want you to do is to think about uh, not just having a Christian memory, but how to use it, explore it well. That is its role in your faith. Don't we know as parents, if you are a parent or maybe a grandparent, one of the most important things you will ever do to a small child as they grow up is to give them memories. You know, those things in their life that they'll look back on that will remind them both of who they are, how loved they are, Uh, about what God is like, you're going to give them memories, and that's uh, important in how they understand themselves. It's equally true as we think about our lives as Christians, what what memories we build. Now, the hard thing about when you talk about memory, the first time you say that word, what comes to mind to people today? It is a computer. You think about memory, that's where it's at. It's where information is stored. Uh, Most of you have a phone that's got a lot of memory to it, or through it, you can access access data, you know, unbelievable volumes. You can ask almost any question you can imagine, and you'll get an answer for it. You may not be right, but you will certainly get an answer, okay? You'll get answers for it. We're used to memory being something stored in bits, you know, on an electronic field somewhere, and we can simply get access to it. And we think, well, you know, if I have that memory, what other do I need? I mean, when I want it, I just Google it. I find a way to access it. It comes up, and I have it right in front of me. Why do I need a Christian memory? Why is that important? Probably want to begin by thanking people who have given it to us first. Maybe it came through parents early in life. It may have come through friends, uh, acquaintances that introduced you to Christ. And through that experience, you came to know more of what he is like. Paul's passage today may have first seemed kind of odd. You're thinking, now, Glenn, why did you choose that one? We have Paul kind of distressed And in his speaking, he is talking not directly to the people that are struggling, but telling us, the reader, something about his struggles. He is anguishing over the fact that his own family, believers in Christ, the Jews, at yet do not recognize Christ. He says he's filled with so much anguish that if he could offer his own life for them, he would be willing to be separated from Christ forever. If that would work, you find in his description, a man full of understanding, making a connection that their faith, that is the background of the Jewish faith, 
has everything to do with the foundation of our own. And that when you can connect, that you and I are not simply on our own, floating around like islands, but we are connected to generations before us, and others in the future will be connected to us, we begin to understand that memory is important. It is one of those resources in front of us for whatever life is going to bring. Paul is so struggling, he he opens up with that, I am distressed. He wants you to know that he is remembering them and what they're like, and he is confirming the Spirit is working in him as he shares these words. It's filled full of feelings, but even more with a clear sense of identity. I believe Fred Craddock was right when he said that there are too many Christians that go to church on Sunday, coming away from that setting, not able to identify themselves as Christian. Somehow we come to this setting, we go through the motions, but we haven't got lodged in our memory well enough who we are, what God has done in us and doing through us, that we feel confident from that spot, that place, that we truly are different By asking you, many of you, to serve as mentors, maybe the most important thing that position does in the confirmation process is you help, again, give memories to that young boy or girl. They hear it from a different voice other than the pastor or parents. You'll become a grown friend to them, a wonderful way to build a memory for them and one for yourself. That's what he wants us to have. He knows, Paul does, that we're connected to what God did as we see it described in the Old Testament, as we are today to what's in the New Testament, that God speaks to them, and there'll be others through the Holy Spirit that will understand what we're doing together. We're not orphans. You know what an orphan is? Is someone who, uh, of no fault of their own, or disconnected from the past. They don't have that family to hold on to. It is one of the most sad experiences. What do we want to do when you find an orphan? We want to be about caring for them. We're thankful that we have children's homes and other places like that that reconnect those lives and have somehow become disconnected. You know, one of the statistics that Uh, gets my attention, is that in America today, including our community, uh, about 90% of the people say they believe in God. And I think that's wonderful they do, but less than 50% of those bother to go to a house of worship of any kind. You see what they've done? They're taking on the risk that they can keep that Christian memory alive without any help from anyone else. They can simply do it on their own. And what we know is that we're most vulnerable trying it that way. That God gives us to each other with the hope that when he does that, something truly changes in us. How important is memory? Now, I want to ask you to share something with each other in just a moment. I'm going to tell you what it is, then I'm going to tell you my example. I want you to share with someone seated near you. You may have to turn around or, you know, turn away from, you'll figure it out. Share with somebody next to you your earliest childhood memory. Okay, think about that for a moment while I tell you mine. 
I was three and a half years old, and the memory happened in the clinic in Macon. And the reason why we went to the clinic is my youngest brother was just born. I don't remember my mom ever being pregnant. I do remember that noisy boy coming home with us. I mean, he was number five, by the way. So he, he came into a crowd, and he was I was three and a half years old when he was born. That is my earliest childhood memory. Now take a moment, turn to somebody near you, and share with them, if you will, just a moment, your earliest childhood memories. The thing about memory you may have already learned is, um, first of all, it's not always dependable. You found that? Present company understands, do you? The older we get, certain things just kind of go, is that right? You kind of, you have to work at it to get it to come back to your attention. But you know, sometimes with a little bit of effort, a little bit of time, that filing system goes out there and locates it and brings it back to you. It does that. Then again, you recognize that memory is not always accurate when you remember things. I always, through the time I've been in the ministry, I would tell my siblings, I want you to know that I have told about every story that's ever happened in our life. Every congregation's heard them. And what's more is the way I remember it. And you don't get a rebuttal in it either. I mean, I tell it the way I remember it because that's the way memory is. It's not always accurate, that is, the details, but it's how we hold on to it. It's something about its importance to us and what it means to shape ourselves. Christian memory is that way. It's about what God is doing, but how we, in our own experience, hold on to that because somehow it would slip away if it wasn't a way of keeping it. I think we can always study the Bible, we can come to worship, we can rebuild it, but some of what we need is that backlog of experiences and information that we always draw on to understand who we are and what God is doing. Then again, memory sometimes betrays us. That is, it doesn't remember the good things. People can get caught up on those bad memories, disappointments, pains, and hurts, never forgive Never forget, even foster hatreds. In that case, memory serves poorly. But memory is important in our journey. Can you remember, for you who have been married or are married, can you remember when uh, you, the wedding ceremony? You know, that's five minutes in your life. You remember that real well. I mean, it's not long, 10 minutes maybe, 20 if you found a way to stretch it. Uh, maybe the way you remembered it best is that you looked through the pictures that were taken afterwards. Or maybe there was a video and you watched it after to remind yourself, did I really say that? Yeah, I, I did. I stood there. Uh, you concentrate on not messing up so bad that all you know in a few minutes it's over with. But you know, you remember it because that remem- in that remembering, the vows where you said, I do, I will stay with you. The memory of that vow keeps you faithful, keeps you going through the good times and the struggle times in life with that spouse. That's what it's meant to do. As you hold on to that memory, that God has given you an opportunity, reminded us of our commitments, what he would have us to do. He wants to lay claim to our life. That's what the church is about, answering the questions of belief, building in us 
expectations of who we are and what God will do with us, and that we find joy. Remember your vow to serve when you came before the church. It went something like this, depending on if it was a United Methodist Church, you said that I would commit to serve Christ in my prayers, my presence, my gifts, my service, and my witness. And your answer was, I will. Remember those words? That memory is important. Because that memory may hold you there when, when there's not the same excitement it was originally, but that memory is important. It keeps you there. And you nurture it. I remember when I was ordained, there were a lot of vows asked, but this one I've had to remember over and over because he said to us, will you serve where you are sent? He didn't say where you chose. He said where you're sent. And you had to say, I will. I've remembered that vow over the years, nurtured that promise. Christian memory shapes us. In a few minutes, you come to communion, you'll hear in the liturgy the words that the body is presented to you in remembrance of what Christ has done for us. The body and blood of Christ is a reminder. We constantly need remembering, not because our minds are so poor. That does vary a lot, doesn't it? But because it needs to be fresh. It needs to come back. Cultivate it again, not just a memory of 20 years ago, but a memory that's been shared again two hours ago. That's what God's love is like for us. There was a passion in Paul, a love for the people of Israel. He was most distressed. Paul said he was not an orphan. He knew that the faith he shared in came through God's experience with the people of Israel, continues through the gift of his son, Jesus, and finds expression in the Holy Spirit and the church that Christ has given birth to. That's what we're like. How is your Christian memory today? How are you doing on the things that are important? Today, we worship We come Sunday after Sunday to nurture that memory again. Letting it become fresh. Letting it grow. Finding a passion for what we believe and why we believe it. And the best ways that we can learn to share it. When we do that, there is a joy that we can share. Would you pray with me?